told you loving yourself could change your life. It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, hello, hello. It's Lo, and we're here to discuss all things self-love. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. I hope everyone who this applies to had a wonderful Mother's Day yesterday or good remembrance. You know, it's a tough time of year for some people, but just hope that yesterday served you in the way you needed it to. Well, let's just kick this off. So this last week, I went to the Real Housewives of um, New York City. It was like a Gosh, I don't even know the official name of the event, actually, but it was like Mother's Day with the Real Housewives or something. But it was like Ramona, Luann, and Dorinda, um, and then David Quinn, the author of Not All Diamonds and Rosé, which is a fabulous book if you haven't read it and you are into the Housewives. It is like the most amazing tell-all kind of out there, and it clarifies so much stuff or like pieces together things in ways and it's just a fun journey because I figured out I had been watching The Real Housewives of New York for like 15 years or at least, you know, their show started 15 years ago and I realized I didn't have a recent season, but it's like, wow, I've, those ladies have been in my life to some capacity for 15 years, which is just absolutely crazy. But the event was so much fun. Now, I have to share like a little self-love moment that I had at the event. The week was really hard. You know, I, it was just a very stressful week with stuff going on at work and then, you know, stuff I'm working on outside. It was just a lot of stuff all in one week. Um, so I was like super tired and I had some extra calls that week too, um, for some personal stuff, which actually was quite awesome. But that whole day, um, I don't know, that event, getting ready for it, I was tired, I was not even really thinking about it, but it was like, once I realized I was going, and I was doing something for me, and my husband was coming to support me, and, you know, I don't know, go with me, and, which there were not a lot of men, if there were, they were, (laughs) it was just a very small amount of men, I think they asked the question, like, how many single men are in here and one raised their hand. (laughs) So it was pretty funny. But when we were there, you know, I, I was in it and I was having fun and it was just something to let go and enjoy and smile and laugh, which is exactly what it did. So it was the dose of medicine I needed because my whole like, I don't know, energy flow changed the next day. But while I was there, we took a picture and normally, you know, I've told you, I don't always love taking pictures, but I had to acknowledge myself for the self-love moment. Like I'm the one who said to my husband, we're waiting here. We're getting our picture taken underneath this sign. And somebody who, you know, was doing pictures in front of us was like, let me take your picture. And I posted it on social and it's not something I would always do because I have felt bad about myself in the past. And I have you know, especially if I wasn't where I had been at one point, right? We've talked about prior judgments against ourselves and like judging ourselves against 
this person we used to be. And it's like, we can't ever be that exact person again. Like every moment in time we're moving and we're changing and there's no way to ever be that exact person. Um, so you can't truly judge yourself against a prior version of yourself because there's no way to achieve that again. And it's like being there and taking the picture, even though, yes, I do. I'm not going to lie. I'm not perfect. I've told you before. I do have self-doubt sometimes. And I do have that negative voice that I'm working on. And, you know, I think that's just going to be a forever thing though, right? Like, I don't know that I'll ever be (laughs) completely rid of it. I don't think that's possible because like I said, things are always changing. But in that moment, I made the choice to tell myself, you are taking this picture, you're capturing this memory, and you're going to share this memory with people because it is such a fun thing that you just did and you had a blast. And you know what? I did it and I love the way the pictures turn out. I mean, a few were interesting angles, but the guy who took them was so awesome. He did like so many different angles and shots for me. It was like I had plenty to choose from and you know, most were like amazing. So it was actually a pretty hard choice as to which image I was going to post. But that is such a huge change from where I have been in the past. It has been like, oh, none of these are going to go on line anywhere. These are for me only. And then like, I weed those down, right? I go back and I keep looking and I'm like, do I really want to keep all these? You know, I've probably deleted some amazing memories from you know, my life out of that camera roll. It's so easy, right? With a digital camera, you don't have to print them all or anything or like, you know, get film developed. Like in the past, you would just have to get all the pictures that came and then you could cut them up, you know, tear them up, throw them out. But like here, it's like a click of a button and it's such a quick decision that you can make now. You don't even have to think about it. And I just think about that, like, I probably deleted some pretty awesome memories because I was judging myself the whole time and telling myself I wasn't worthy of having a picture of that memory. So I had to give myself a shout out in a way like, this is how self-love helps. That amazing was a memory, or that was an amazing memory, and it should be shared if I want it to be, and I should be able to hold on to the pictures and not tell myself like, you know, somebody's judging you for the way you look or you're judging yourself. Like, it's just crazy. We put ourselves through that and that society is structured in this way where there have been ideals and body dysmorphia, like all these things happening for years. So I'm glad we're getting to a place where, you know, it's really about being you and being authentic and living in the moment that you're in and just bring, being your bright light, like shine that light show positivity, tell yourself you're awesome. So if you've noticed that you've had a self-love moment like that, where a huge change from the past or some like small win, like recognize it, appreciate it, tell yourself, keep going with it because that positive reinforcement makes it more of something that you're going to keep doing and that you're going to keep wanting to improve. And you know, eventually it's just going to become not even a thought, like you're not going to have to think okay, today I'm standing and taking that picture. Like you're just going to stand and take the picture and then you're going to post it if that's your thing, because it's just second nature. It's something that you've trained yourself, makes you feel good and is amazing. It's time we stop hiding. We stop hiding from taking pictures. It's time we stop hiding from, 
you know, whoever we are in this moment and we're letting people, you know, experience us as we're living that day. It's an amazing thing when you can just live your life authentically and share it with others in the way that you see works best for you. So that's my little self-love win of the week. I might start trying to do these more often because I don't know that we recognize ourselves enough. And like we've had podcasts on here that have talked about needing to celebrate all the little wins. So think through your self-love wins with me and congratulate yourself every week. All right. So topic of the week. Gosh, I'm calling this the year of 40. Yes, I'm turning 40 this year. And I have been grappling with it some. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I'm excited on one end because I'm like, thank goodness I get to experience 40 and I am here and able to do all the amazing things I have. So all the great opportunities. And then on the other side of that spectrum, I'm like, wow, I am almost 40. And like, what have I done <laughs> with my life? Like, where am I going? Am I achieving my goals? Like, am I, you know, I've just been thinking of all these things. 40, I feel is like a little harder hitting than 30 was for whatever reason. Um, and I don't want to call it a midlife crisis that I'm going through because I'm not having a crisis. I'm, I'm just, I don't know, inventorying and like wanting to get myself like set up for the next, you know, however many years I have. I just want to get myself set up to be like the optimal person I can be and achieve these goals I have. Like, I feel like I've been sitting here saying, I have these goals. I have these goals. I want to do this. And so it's like, I'm taking action this year on so many things, which is exhilarating and overwhelming at the same time. Um, luckily I'm focusing more on the exhilarating part and yes, I will have moments of stress kind of like last week where it was just like a long week and a lot was happening and I had to get a lot done in multiple facets of my life. So it was a bit overwhelming, but in the end, I was really proud of myself at the end of last week when I was like, wow, you did pull all this together. You did pull together the things you needed to get done and you delivered on all fronts. So there's a win in that, but the year of 40. Yeah. So not into the whole midlife crisis thing. And plus who knows, I hope this isn't necessarily my midlife and I don't necessarily want to think of it that way either. Um, because while I know we all move on from this life, I don't know. I don't want to put a time limit on how much I have to experience and live and do. So the year of 40 though, for me and what I'm, I'm terming it that because that's what it is. And I feel like that's somewhat kind of what's propelling, but really it's the self-love journey that's like underlying this year of 40. And I am making moves in the self-love space and giving myself the permission and confidence to say yes and move on these things that are big so I can continue to grow. And I'll like rewind back to my past a little bit before I get into my what's upcoming um, to explain kind of like my mentality. And so I've been lucky and I feel blessed to have this personality trait where I will just dive in and try things. And I know I've talked about some, but I'm talking about even like in high school, I 
you know, had done cheerleading. Well, let's go back even to junior high then. So I feel like junior high is where I first time like really found my stride or was able to step into a little more confidence. I feel like grade school, I really struggled with that, like with people picking on me and stuff. And I feel like I was more reactionary and feeding into it almost by my reaction versus kind of shutting it down or standing strong in that moment. Like I would think strong things to myself. I remember that, like where I would tell myself I would still wear the outfit even if somebody had made fun of it or um, in some cases I didn't though. So it wasn't all the time, but I had moments of strength in grade school, but I really don't feel like I ever really stood in my true self back then. I feel like in junior high was probably more where I started being able to express myself a lot better and being able to like listen to my gut was in junior high and granted there was a lot of learning curves still and things but I was more able to own this is what I want to do this is my direction this is my choice you know I'm not going to listen to you I, I, I realized I could choose to listen to people or not to back then and you know I had started cheerleading back in middle school and you know, I got a lot of flack in there, um, being told like I only did it or they only took me cause I had good grades. Like a lot of stuff was said, but nonetheless, I stuck with it <laughs> and I did cheerleading all the way through, um, like the end of junior year because well, the beginning of junior year, there was an accident at tryouts where my front two teeth got knocked out and somehow I was able to still like my teeth healed. I was still able to do it. I did it the whole junior year, but that break between junior and like senior year is where I was like, I don't know that I can do this. Like the fear set in during the time I had off and I didn't feel like I could like re go in and do it again. Something had shifted. And even though at the time I attributed that shift fully to like the accident and the fear from the teeth, I think at the same time I was realizing there was so much more to try and experience that I had not gotten to in high school. And like that longing to try these other things was really probably like looking back, you know, hindsight 2020, <clears throat> but the fear of not trying certain things is probably what led the shift in me and kind of more even catapulted me to not stay with my security blanket like I had done cheerleading the whole time I was comfortable in that space um but what I did when I made the decision not to do cheerleading anymore I didn't just sit back and say okay well this was a fun thing I'm just gonna hang out this whole year you know I decided I was gonna go to football games and actually watch them versus cheer at them because I'd never been able to just sit in the stands with my friends so that was fun but also I was like I need to do something else you know, um, I went and took a musical class, um, like a musical theater class at high school. And I tried out for, you know, a musical granted, I'm, I think I might be tone deaf or on that end of it. I know, you know, there's actual science behind that, but carrying a tune is extremely hard for me. I feel like I'm on tune, but everybody else is like, no, <laughs> I have 
one songs though in order to try out for this musical so I took the class right I loved it I loved every second of it we did Pirates of Penzance in the class which was amazing but then in order to do a real tryout I was like I need you know to do this the right way so I hired a voice instructor so I had somebody teaching me how to sing one song for my tryout (laughs) no I did not make it I, I was not selected and I get it like this is the funny thing about me like people train for a long time or they get into these things and I always feel like you know I'm just going to give it a shot maybe there's a chance I'm going to get in and it's no disrespect to anyone else it's just there's something about me wired to think that I can just accomplish anything I set out to do like I don't have I may have yes doubts in the process I may be telling myself you know think through this a bit more but like for the most part if I set my sight on something I'm like I'm going to try it I think I could make that And it's funny because in addition to trying out for musical, I also tried out for dance team. Did not make that either, but I worked with some of the girls and I had so much fun learning their dances and getting ready for tryouts. And I am so glad I just went out there and tried out like, even though, yeah, I didn't have years worth of training for dance. And this is what I'm saying. It was like, it doesn't even cross my mind. I have this thought in my mind, like I can just do this. And so I did that and it's like, I just was trying all these things, you know, that I could do. Um, Even in college, I went out and I became an ambassador for the College of Liberal Arts. Like I just put myself in positions to get these experiences that I wouldn't normally get if I just sat there. But I think that's where it all really started, where I was like, I'm going to try new things. And like, you know, I just would focus on something new and like, I can do that. I can be that or I can at least try to be that and it really has continued the rest of my life where I've been trying new and different things like with the pageant you know I think I learned without realizing I learned from those high school experiences where I just tried to fit in like on dance team or I tried to be in a musical um, without a ton of prep like there were some but not like a lot Whereas with the pageant, like I invested time up front, like I truly prepped for it. And so I was like really ready to go. And I belonged on the stage then in that way. Um, You know, so that is just my mentality. So the year of 40 is kind of like that. I have been thinking of these things and I know next steps. I've told you I want to do public speaking. I want to publish a children's book down the road. Like I need a website like there's all of these things and like I I have the crown now and so I need to do things with it and really get myself involved in the way that I have been wanting to and I am doing all of that so this last week I made a huge decision it's a big financial decision but I am partnering with an amazing person her name is Brooke to work on my website It is going to launch in early August and it is going to be amazing. Like I am purposely not launching until later because I am capturing content and things. So the site is just a plus when it launches, but I already have some initial copy drafted. Sorry about that. I have pages figured out for what the website is going to show. I mean, there's so many decisions that have already been made and I haven't even, I mean, I've signed the document, I've paid the payment, but I haven't even officially started yet. Like, 
I have some stuff that's due by the end of May that's going to help shape how the website development goes. And like, I don't know, I am so excited. It is a big investment though. Like professional sites are built, you know, no joke. I really respect the designers out there who work on those because there's a lot that goes into them, especially when they are helping with like branding or shaping it. It's like they have to get inside the person's head and help them figure it out and guide them. And luckily Brooke also lives in the Dallas area. So it is going to be amazing because we can actually meet in person and both of us are newer to Dallas. So it's like we can explore the city together and just get to know each other. And so excited for all that's happening there. But this website is going to be so cool. Like it is going to be a dream website. Um, I have been thinking about it for months and I had a call with her a while ago, but I've still, I didn't take action, but I just did. And it took me quite a while to figure out like, is this the right move for me? Is this where we should be putting our money? Because it's not just my money, it's household money, you know? Um, but my husband, of course, this has always been so supportive and he was like, yeah, go for it. And I think he sees what I'm hoping he sees is that I'm truly dedicated to making this work and making it a long-term brand. Um, so I am just so excited about what's to come on the website in the whole process of developing it because I don't know, I just know it's going to be amazing and it's going to be a tool that I can use to like propel other dreams of mine forward. Um, growth comes with the website, you know, getting myself out there better. Cause if you were to look at my website right now, it's just about the podcast and it's something I built. So it's super basic and basically links you out to the pod. Um, so it's, it doesn't really do a ton for me right now, but it was what I could build, you know, and maintain. So it's, it's serving its purpose, but this other one's going to be like next level. And then in addition to that, I have been forming and formulating exactly how I'm speaking about my platforms. I'm expanding my platform into two pillars. And just a reminder, platform comes with pageantry and like, what is it that you're doing? But these are things that I have wanted to do, even if I wasn't in pageantry, like giving back is something that I've done throughout my life in different spurts. You know, even back in grade school, I used to go get um, donation collection things for auctions and, you know, prize raffles to help support like local 5Ks and different charities. So it's something I have done throughout my life, but maybe not fully dedicated in the way I've wanted to. Um, but through different spurts, I've definitely been involved in things. But now it's like, what is the next level? Like I have you know, time that I can make a huge impact and difference and give back in certain spaces, including mental health, because I will share a journey with you down the road, um, that I've gone through with mental health. So, and I know May is mental health awareness month. So I'm alerting you that yes, something is coming, but I will do it later in the year. Um, but yes, so I want to get give back in that space. I just want to give back in the space of loving yourself and helping kids and, you know, women really find that self-worth and value. 
So I am excited to share all of that coming up, what I'm working on. I'm making some small tweaks because I told you I was working with um, a life coach and somebody who has been in the pageantry space and also just amazing in all other facets. Like she's VP in HR, like there's a published author, like so many things that she has accomplished and done. I am in awe of her, but her name is Jennifer and we had two meetings so far. And like the first meeting was great because I got action items for moving forward, all these things. Second meeting was great because we reviewed everything I did in that week. And then this week I have a few more steps to take, but we're just really sorting through like everything related to love yourself inside out and how I really speak about it and how I take it out to the community and how I can grow it and like all these opportunities. And it always, it's funny. I was telling my husband after my meeting this last time, I was like, it was such a good meeting. And we had discussed some of the podcast stuff. And cause I said, I really want to grow it. Um, I feel like there's good content and I hear good things from people, but I don't know how wide the reach is. Yes, I haven't looked at the stats yet, and she told me I need to rip the band-aid off and do that, because how am I going to know if I'm growing or if anything's working if I don't know where I started? And like, I'm in marketing. I get it. I know it's true. It's just, she's like, it was funny because I also came up with some cool content that's going to be on my website, like some freebie stuff, which will be so cool. Um, and she goes, you're going to need to pull out your like tactic from your thing that you're working on and you're going to have to tell yourself exactly what you're putting out there, you know, because my biggest fear with looking at the stats is that it's not going to be where I was hoping it was, or I don't even know if I have an exact hoping, you know, this podcast is doing certain things, but I don't know, right? It's, it's scary to rip that bandaid and see data or stats tied to you. Like I look at data and stats all the time in my career but it's nothing ever about me it's not a personal thing it's like this was a campaign we ran but it's like I am the campaign now and that's a scary thought when there's going to be statistical data telling me if me is me as the campaign is successful so that's why I can't I haven't been doing it but another thing I was telling my husband too was just you know we were talking about how I could promote the campaign my podcast more and things. And she brought up about, you know, I've received some really awesome notes from people of how it's helped them or impacted them. And she's like, you know, you can change the name. You could use that copy out there and let people kind of see it as a review. And it's like in marketing, I'm even working on testimonial stuff. I've worked on testimonial campaigns and like review campaigns throughout my entire career at multiple companies. And it's like, I never once thought about <laughs> taking those notes I've gotten and like putting them out there. Never once did I ever think about that. And it's like, this is why I need a coach because while I do marketing full time, for whatever reason, when I switch to my own personal brand, it's like, I'm so far in it. I can't see the normal stuff. <laughs> and I just, am like, okay, I need to like switch how I'm thinking about it because I need to be thinking about it like I do at work. I need to be thinking about the strategy side of thing and not just the passionate me side of thing. Um, you know, putting myself into it because hello, I know how to market this stuff, but it's like, it's just so different, but 
she's given me so many good ideas about networking and like, I'm, I'm just revisiting like kind of my mission vision and sorting through all that, which is perfect timing too with the website being built because I'm working with her and we're talking about that a little bit. And it's like, oh yeah, this could be something you call out on the website. Did you think about adding this? So it's like, it's all coming together, which is just so amazing because it is something that has felt so big and out there. And like all these ideas are floating in my mind, but I haven't had help of, or somebody to be like, did you consider doing it this way? And especially when it's like a brand of you, outside perspective is everything and they can help you pull together these thoughts or think about things more critically or realize like, yeah, maybe you need to work on some areas, um, you know, and it's, it's what you need to hear. Cause at work, I totally would, I'd be like, you know what, this didn't work this way. Let's, let me look at this. Like if we had tried this or maybe next time we move it this way. And yeah, this wasn't, you know, I can look at things analytically and I can be like, yep, let's shift the strategy this way. This would be a great test. But here it's like, gosh, this is me and my effort. And, you know, it's, it's just me. So it's a much scarier thing, but definitely moving in the right way, which is just so cool because a lot of things are going to be happening in the next few months. And, you know, I'm looking at different charities and figuring out like, how can I be involved in an impactful long-term way? And so that's part of what I'm sorting through right now. Um, but I'm just saying, yes, I said yes to, um, a cool workshop over three days at the end of July in Houston. And it is just so awesome. And it's called Fire You Up. But we're going to be looking at just so many cool things in those three days, which you know I'm all about a good workshop. And I am all about, you know, empowering myself and really diving in. So it's the Fire You Up Spark Retreat in 2023. The 12 workshops are mental health, confidence, fitness, and nutrition, public speaking, body language, hair and makeup, photo shoot, community networking, entrepreneurship, modeling, and femininity. And I don't know, it's just going to be such an empowering, safe space. Like I am so looking forward to it. And that was an investment in myself too, right? Like it costs money to go to these retreats. I take, you know, take time off work. Um, so that's what I mean by just, I, I feel like I'm just being expensive. Like there's just a price tag cloud hanging over me right now because all these decisions I'm making have a price tag, but at the same time I am investing in myself. And one of the biggest things, like, I think one of my hangups too, was deciding to proceed with this website, which is going to catapult me into the future and really set me up for, you know, being proud of my brand and who I am and saying like, oh yeah, check out, you know, how I can be a public speaker, go to my website and check this out here. I have like right now, I would never really send anyone to my website. Like, so it's going to just change things in my mentality and like how I'm speaking about it. But, you know, one of the biggest things with the website decision was I realized like the investment in myself, right? It's 
there's something scary about standing on the edge. Like, I feel like I was on an edge, right? Looking over and it's like, there's your dream right out there. There's the goal. Here's everything you've been saying you wanted to do. And I'm literally standing on the edge looking at it. And it's like, do I invest in me like this? Should I be investing in me? Like, can I actually do this? There's fear of, can I really accomplish the dreams and goals that I want to do? Um, you know, it's all out there and I can see it. And I, I can feel it at times and ultimately, yes, I can, right? If I really work at it, I should be able to, but there's that fear of not making it and doing a large investment in that, you know, is scary because it's like, once I pull the trigger, like I did, I'm telling myself, okay, you're jumping now. Like, here's the jump. You are jumping into that amazing future you see for yourself but you're still at the very beginning of it. Like, you know, it's not like I jumped in and it's all done and I'm like, yeah, like going. It's like now all the work is starting on that end, but it's really scary, right? Cause you have to just believe in yourself and use and rely those self-love tactics you've built and the self-love that you already have inside to push you through, you know, all of the challenges that are going to be coming ahead. Um, and so, yeah, I did it. Like I, I, took the leap <laughs> yesterday actually yesterday is when I signed the document and made the payment so it's like I've officially taken the leap towards one step that's going to make you know the way I talk about it and show it and display it so much different and now it's like I'm doing all the work on the other things so I am set and ready to go um, but yeah taking the leap and just investing in yourself and believing in yourself is so much. It feels amazing once you do it and you realize like the money components will figure themselves out in time. Like things, you know, can work or if you're looking at, if the price tag is holding you up, like just know things can start to change. Once you make the decision, you all of a sudden are like, okay, I'll do this to make this happen. You know, you'll make other edits in your life or, decisions because you're like, wait, I already decided on this. I chose this. So now I'll, I'll move this way. It's like all of a sudden you start thinking through, oh yeah, I could, this is a lot more feasible than I thought it was. Um, but I'm also, you know, going and having some fun and fall as well. So it's like, I just have this docket of things ahead of me this year. Um, that are just going to be crazy fun experiences and it will all be good in the end. So I'm very excited for the growth, but I think the year of 40 to me represents believing in myself, saying yes, more, more than I would normally. And we're figuring out how to say that yes. And then just believing in myself and like committing my whole self to it. So I just want to urge you you may not be turning 40 this year and it may not be your year 40, but what is it that you want to do or invest in, you know, and it doesn't have to be a personal brand. It can be, you know, another facet of your life, whether it's friendships you want to develop, or maybe it's, you know, being a mother and growing in that, or maybe it's your corporate career, or maybe it's your own personal business, like whatever it is, figure out like, 
where do you want to go with it? You know, whether that's a vision board, whether it's like journaling, whether it's drawing a map or a timeline or jotting in your phone or voice note, like just think about, let yourself just get creative and out of your own way and just think about like, if I had endless possibility, what is it that I would want to do or what I want to see myself move into? And then let it just marinate. And eventually you'll get to a point where you can make those moves if you decide that's the path you want to go in. And you can, you know, explore what would this future be like and take those leaps, big or small leaps. They are all important because it is you deciding you are important, you are worth the investment, you're believing in yourself, and you're building your confidence, you're building your self-love, and you are supporting you. And that is the best gift you can give yourself is when you tell yourself you are enough, you're worthy enough, and you're able to do these things that you've been dreaming of. So hang on to that thought. You are worthy, you are important, you are everything you need to be, and you can accomplish whatever dreams you have. Well, thank you for tuning in. We will have another awesome topic next week about human design and how that energy flows within us. So have a fabulous week, everyone. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM, let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.